Hey everyone, welcome to the Following Jesus podcast. I am Jake McGrew, and I co-host this podcast along with my incredible and talented wife, Jen. Hey y'all. This is a show where we sit down together and talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in your everyday life. We're so excited about this show, and we're so excited for today's episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our show. This is our first episode. We're very excited about it. I feel like I need some buttons in here with like some people that will cheer. Can we get that? You know, you know what you could get is your little penny whistle and you could, you could play your penny whistle for sound effects. I thought about making that part of this, but where is it? I feel like through COVID and, you know, moving and building this house that you hit it. You hit my, I have not. And it's uh, actually called a recorder. It's a penny whistle. whistle. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, during COVID, during the very beginning of COVID, uh, me and Jen did what we called um, Hope Today, right? That's Uh, what we called it. Mm -hmm. And we would do an Instagram live. I think for a while we were doing them every day at the very beginning of the pandemic. And then we realized the pandemic was going to go maybe a little longer than we all realized. It was never ending. (laughs) And so uh, one day, Jen graced everybody with her penny whistle. No, it's called a recorder. And let's be honest, guys, we all know how to play the recorder. What you have is not a recorder. A recorder (laughs) is big and fat. You have a long, skinny penny whistle that you play. And I just had a new thought, actually, about the recorder. You know why everybody has, like, such a disdain for the recorder? Like, I've never actually... No, that's not true. I met somebody a couple weeks ago who loves the recorder. It's because we were all forced to play it. Yeah, it's true. We didn't have a choice. No, you were. It's actually kind of hard to play. That and the ukulele. Yeah. Ukulele. We have one of those too. We do. It sits in its bag. It's very protected. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is our first episode. And so we are going to start taking time. And uh, first of all, I am Jake. And I am Jen. Or Jenny. (laughs) I've had a few people ask me about that lately too. They're like, we noticed that Pastor Jake calls you Jen. Are you Jen or Jenny? And do you care? Well, first answer is no, I don't care. And I like to say this, that pre-2015, people in my life call me Jen. And post is Jenny. And that was because I changed my name. There's a whole long story there. It's part of my testimony, which maybe I'll share in an episode. Um, But the Lord had told me to... (laughs) Sounds like I'm having a crisis. (laughs) Call myself Jenny. You didn't. It's, you it's didn't like legally change your name. You just started calling no. yourself Jenny. Yeah, again. which is I was yeah. called that as a child. And which is a great very story weird for me to say. Yeah, Jenny. I don't like saying. So Jenny. he calls me Jen. <clears throat> I'm totally cool with it. It would be weird if he called me Jenny. It would be. I yeah. agree. So you know, you call me Jenny. You call me Jen, Jennifer, whatever you want. I'm still the same person, you guys. Um. Yes. So we are, we pastor Hope City Church here in Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada. And we decided to start doing a podcast this year where we could take some time and talk about maybe some of the things that we aren't able to talk about on a Sunday or a regular service and go really deep into, you know, there's questions that people have about, you know, Christianity and what we believe and why we believe things. And we're not always able to tackle those in a way on Sundays or when we gather that we wouldn't, that we'd like to. So we thought we'd start doing a podcast and be able to go a little deeper into some of those things. Right. A little deeper. And, you know, um, we can talk about these things on Sunday, but there's just so much to talk about. And, yeah. and we just find that people have so many questions and we just thought, Hey, if there's a space, if there's a table that we can sit at together and 
maybe begin to just talk about these things in depth and maybe offer some, you know, wisdom. We, we aren't young anymore, but we're not what? old. We're maybe we are old. Depends who we are. We're not. No, we're not old. Definitely yeah. not old. Yeah. But we're at this interesting age being married 25 years now. Almost 26. Yeah. Thanks. And, uh, years of bliss. I think we might have one or two, you know, thoughts in our head about, <laughs> about a, about a few things. So, you know, you can't be married 25 years. You can't be in the ministry, you know, for however long we've been in the ministry for at least 30 years, you know, without learning a thing or two. So that's true. Here we are. Uh, so we're going to do these podcasts and we're going to try to keep them to around 30 minutes. Uh, I feel like 30 minutes is a good time frame for people driving around in the car, sitting in traffic. They can listen to something and focus and then get out of their car and go on their day. And hopefully we've improved Proved their day some way, some way, and right. help them learn something that maybe they didn't know right. beforehand. And Jake is going to make you laugh. I I promise, or I can't promise that I will make you laugh. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I feel like there's two kinds of people. There's the people you laugh with, and there's the people you laugh at. And uh, our daughter Sydney is always great for getting people to laugh at me. And you know, as she so aptly did today, and sent a video of me last year doing this little Elvis dance, and uh, yeah, yeah it was well, you're, pretty funny. You're a bit of a ham. Yeah, I am. People don't know that side of me, and maybe I should uh, let that let that out a little bit. People yeah. can see me. I mean, the video was a video of you <laughs> uh, flipping your collar up and dancing like Elvis and singing an Elvis song, which people would have no idea. They'd be like, who is that? Who is this lady? <laughs> That's actually me. That's like the real me. Would the real Jenny McGrew please stand up? Please yeah. stand up. <laughs> That's right. So all that to say, we're coming at you live from um, my office downstairs in our house. Mm -hmm. We're all set up recording here, and we're going to start doing these pretty regularly, consistently, hoping to help you in your walk with Jesus. So when we talked about where we were going to start today, we thought, I, I said, well, why don't we start at the very beginning to try and help some, some questions that people might have? And I wanted to talk about today for a few minutes about what is a Christian. Right. Um, because there's a lot of difference between somebody who goes to church and on Sundays once a week and someone who's a real follower of Jesus. That's right. Um, so we wanted to talk about this just for a few minutes and kind of dive into it. So the first time we see the term Christian in the Bible is in Acts chapter 11, verse 26, and it says um, in the New Living Translation, um, it says when he found him, he, he brought him back to Antioch, both of them stayed there with the, the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people. And it was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. So this is the first time the term Christians is introduced in the Bible. And what it really means is that you're a follower of Jesus. But I think, and what I've noticed like through pastoring mm -hmm. for a long, long, long time now, right. we've, because apparently we're old, according to somebody, um, you watch people and you see that there are different levels of, of people who call themselves Christians. Seems like it, yeah. Yeah, where, where it's like, well, I go to church on Sunday, so that makes me a Christian. Or I don't go to church at all, mm -hmm. but I have good moral values, and that makes me a mm -hmm. Christian. Or there's people that go to church all the time mm -hmm. and read their Bible and pray, and they say they're Christians. So mm -hmm. what really... Is a Christian? Is right. a Christian just somebody who has good morals and values? Is a Christian somebody who just goes to church? Does just just going to church make you a Christian, mm -hmm. or is there more to it than that? And that's what we want to talk about for a few minutes today. Yeah, come on. 
you don't have any thoughts there. Not yet. Well, actually, that's not true. I do. I do have a lot of thoughts, but I want to slip them in at at the right moment, you know, and not just get to the end of the podcast. (laughs) You know, I I, I think we need to take people on a bit of a journey. And when you were talking about the Book of Acts, that's that's the right place to start. And just even with that thought that you that you shared on, you know, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Yeah. You know, and so you know. We, we had, and we still have this form of quote-unquote Christianity um, uh, of just that, you know, but where people now aren't even going to church. That's right. <laughs> every yes. week. Yeah. So, you know, not only are we, if I can say this term loosely, guys, and don't, don't take it personally, but um, going to a church does, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. No. It's going to church once every four weeks doesn't make you a Christian and, you know, we're probably not going to get into this, you know, it'd be another podcast altogether is Psalm 92 planted in the house of the mm-hmm. Lord. Yes. They flourish in the courts of their God, but, you know, we really want to stay in our lane and on point for today um, is, you know, we're seeing these different forms of Christianity, you know, pop up and, you know, when it really comes down to it for me and, you know, I'm a, I'm a worshiper, I'm a worship leader. It's my life. Like, you know, I was just upstairs recording video for, you know, worship community of over 55,000 people that, you know, I lead with the team. And um, like I, I spoke, it comes down to worship for me. And just like I was sharing at church last Sunday and what was really cool was yesterday, it was like you were talking about freedom and it was like, it felt like the same message, yeah, but different. It was really cool just to see the thread of the Holy Spirit, you know, through the past few, few weeks in church. But where one of the definitions, you know, of true worship that I gave, and this was um, Barclay's commentary had a definition of false worship, but he didn't have a, a definition for true worship. But, you know, John 4 talks about the true worshipers, you know, the hours come that the true worshipers will worship the Lord and in spirit and in truth. And, and to me, a true worshiper, a true follower of Jesus is saying, Jesus, I don't just believe in you, but I belong in, belong right. to you. And everything that I have, all that I am, is yours. Just like I was sharing at church, you know, when you saw Jesus on the cross or, you know, we didn't see him on the cross, but we can imagine Jesus on the cross where, you know, he didn't have one arm down, you know, he didn't have the option of not being like all in all on that cross is, you know, his arms are, you know, you could say East and West, which has a whole other connotation I was thinking about today, as far as the East is from the West. So far as he, you know, he's removed our transgressions from us. But to me, that shows he's, he's just like, he prayed in the garden. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Right. So, you know, the Bible says that it was like, he was sweating drops of blood, you know, and you can only imagine, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even say you can only imagine. I can't even imagine what that moment felt like, but just that, like, I'm going to be all in. I got to be all in. I got to obey my father. But just even on the cross is testifying that again publicly to everyone. This is all I'm giving all to you. So a true worshiper, you know, a true follower to me of Jesus is saying, Jesus, I'm giving you all. I'm giving you all that I am. I hope I'm not getting to the end of the podcast or ever in, but then false worship. I'll just say this because I know you won't talk about the false worship, but um, just because I preached on it. And, and just again, even on the island, you know, with Mark Buchanan, I was speaking um, this to their community this past weekend. So I'm really passionate about, as you can tell right now, I'm thinking a lot about it, but this is what Barclay talked about was that false worship. And I, and I think a, you know, the Bible says that if, um, we have to be careful that we don't measure ourselves amongst ourselves or we become unwise and that we need to walk soberly is, is that we, we have to walk humbly, you guys, 
just to be like, am I all in? And, and false worship, and it can creep into our life, I think, without realizing it, maybe having a false sense of, am I a true Christian? Am I a true follower of Jesus? I'd almost like to, you know, I don't want to say we'll get rid of the word Christian, but it's like, obviously not. You know, that's a quick answer, guys. Obviously yeah. not, but follower of Jesus, believer in Jesus. But false worship is a selective worship. So, Lord, I'm going to give you this part of me, but I'm not going to give you that part of me. I'm going to believe this scripture. I'm not going to believe that scripture. And the difference is, and and I'll challenge you guys with this, is Jesus at the center of your life? Is he calling the shots or are you calling the shots? Jake's smiling at me. I must be stealing his thunder. But, you know, false worship, to me, if you really to think about it, it puts you at the center. So who's at the center? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know what? You you invited me to share with you today, so uh, yeah, of, co- of course great. I did. Yes, that's and I think everything you said is absolutely right. All of my notes are gone <laughs> now. You just you no, <laughs> I think we need to unpack that though, and you're really good at unpacking. Well, that. I mean, I feel like you unpacked it all. So, I mean, <clears throat> bring it back to where we were at. Um, going to church doesn't make you a Christian. No. Uh, that just is going to church is like, oh, I, I did this today. Uh, hopefully you're impacted and changed while you're there and you allow the spirit of God to work inside of you. But just going to church doesn't make you a Christian. What makes you a Christian in, in, in Acts eleven twenty six is is it's talking about how they were followers of Jesus. And that's that's where the term Christian came mm-hmm. from. The Greek word is Christianos. And right. it's, that's what Christian means. And originally they think that it was a term of ridicule. People call them, oh, those, those are Christians. Wow. They're, they're Jesus followers. And it wasn't like, a, hey, look at us. We're Christians. It was right. like, oh, those guys are Christians. Right. And so it was a term of ridicule. But it was because they were following the way and the lifestyle of Jesus. And I feel like for a lot of people today, they've gotten so far away from following Jesus and his lifestyle, but yet calling themselves Christians because they go to church or they hold, you know, Christian values and morals. Yeah, right. I believe the Ten Commandments. I don't think you should kill people. I don't mm-hmm. think you should steal. I don't think you should commit adultery. So that makes me a Christian. Mm-hmm. When in reality, what a Christian is, is a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And so to what you were talking about, you know, the points you were bringing out, I, as a pastor, mm-hmm. one of my uh, deep beliefs is that if you're a Christian, you know, we talk about this in church all the time, um, people put up their hand to accept Jesus in their life right. and and ask him to be their savior, mm-hmm. but they don't want him to be their Lord. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk in the New Testament about slaves and masters mm-hmm. and, and lords mm-hmm. and kings mm-hmm. and rulership. Mm-hmm. But we don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't want somebody to be their master, somebody to, mm-hmm. to be their Lord, right? To, you know, a Lord is really somebody who's over you in authority, right? right? Like they, they, own you. They have like your theirs and they can Mm -hmm. tell you what to do. And to be a real Christian means that your life is surrendered to Christ and that he has his way. You know, you were talking about Jesus in the garden, right? right? And what was he praying? Uh, Nevertheless. Yeah. I don't want to do this basically Mm -hmm. is what he said. I really don't want to go to the cross. I don't want to go through all this pain, Mm -hmm. but nevertheless, not my will, Mm -hmm. but your be done. What is that? That's surrender. That's somebody else being his Lord and master. And then when Jesus taught us to pray the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, how does it start off? Mm-hmm. Your kingdom in heaven, your, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But right? I even think, just to back up, is it starts like with our Father. And I think that 
Like, I think that's a podcast. We need to write that down that we need to unpack. We'll have our secretary write that down. Please write that down. It's just, you know, sonship and maybe why, you know, and being a true son and being a true daughter of God of maybe why, why are we okay with Jesus being our savior? But why is it the Lord part that we struggle so much with? Because I think as you know, and I probably maybe need to share my testimony a bit more, you know, at some point, I'm sure, you know, stuff always comes out, right? But I can just say through my life and my testimony of even just childhood trauma stuff, you know, I could see why, I can see why people struggle with that aspect of it, you know? So if, you know, for people that don't have understanding or maybe some life experience or maybe some compassion, we can look at people and say, well, you just call Jesus your savior, but you don't really surrender to him as Lord. And, And so with my life now, and I think even being, you know, 45, 46, oh my goodness, 46 years old now, I just said it out loud. Everybody knows. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, everyone's like, oh, she looks so young. Yeah. Well, you know, it's changing. Everything's it's changing. It's all the chia seeds I eat. <laughs> but, you know, I, I can say at my age now and just with everything that we're doing, I, I, I don't just look at the scripture as like, do this. I, 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 yes, do this. And I, and, you know, I, I'm quick to, I think I'm really good at being quick to obey and the understanding comes later. You know, we all need to get better at that. Absolutely. You don't have to understand it. The obedience is more important. The understanding usually comes later. And that's for someone who's listening. I feel like that's a prophetic word for some people. But if we really get to the root of the why, I think there's always a why. And I want to challenge some of you guys that are listening is that maybe you know, you're already feeling convicted. And I hope that this podcast, you know, that convicts you. I hope it encourages you and I hope that it inspires you as well and brings you hope in life. But I really hope that it convicts you because if if it's not challenging us, it's not changing us. And I can say with my relationship with Jesus is that he's always challenging me and taking me from glory to glory. And that doesn't come from me just knowing that he's my savior. Mm. That comes from knowing that he is my That's Lord. Right. So, you know, I know there's reasons just to get back to what I was originally talking about is that there's reasons for it, but we have to, you guys, we have to make sure that we are following what Jake's talking about the way of Jesus, because, you know, the, the way that we live we are all influencing someone. That's right. You know, we can say like all these like social media influencers, well, if I had 10,000 followers, you know what? You are all leading somebody. Yeah, you are. Right. And and at the end of our life, we're going to all have to stand before Jesus and give an account from my life. And That's just right. for us just to have a bit of a, you know, a moment right now in, in this podcast as we look at our life humbly before the Lord. And, you know, I call it Psalm 139ing it, you know, as King David saying, like, try me, see me if there's, mm-hmm. you know, any wicked way and lead me in the way. Interesting that that's yeah. actually, I just yes. caught that for the first time, lead me in the quote unquote, w- the way everlasting is the way that I am living for Jesus, leading other people to him. Right. And, and I think that's a good question to, to like, you know, am, am I following Jesus? You know, because sometimes we can't tell by looking at our own life. You can't see the trees through the forest, mm-hmm. but what kind of fruit? That's right. What kind of fruit is my, I'll pick on myself. What kind of fruit is my life producing? And is my life producing more followers of Jesus? And if it's not, then I need to ask myself some hard questions right. and, and repent. And, and truthfully, we all need to be repenting on a daily basis, yeah. which will be another podcast dedicated to right. how, you know, what a daily walk with the Lord looks. And like we're getting all this material just through this first episode, you know. Um, but it's incumbent upon us to um, 
to lead others well as well. But, you know, I want to focus on us today. Right. But I just wanted to tie up that last thought. Well, I mean, Apostle Paul said, imitate me as That's I imitate right. Christ, right? So, mm-hmm. so our life is meant to, like, if we're, if we're really a Christian, if we're really, and we're taking that term literally, so a Christian mm-hmm. means a follower of Christ, if we're really taking that term seriously and following Christ, mm-hmm. then other people should be able to look at our lives and say, well, I want to follow Jake. I want to follow Jen because when I look at them, what I see is Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And just going to church doesn't produce that fruit mm-hmm. unless you are intentionally seeking the Lord while you're there, unless your whole life is, I am following the master. That's right. Right? And it sounds sounds a little funny to call Jesus the master, right. but he is our... That's he's, right. he's our master, like right. he's the one that we should look to in every area of our life and say, I want to follow Jesus more closely. I want to listen to Jesus in all that I do. I want to look at Jesus in all that I do. And I want to follow Jesus everywhere that he leads me. And as I do that, then I can call myself a Christian because I am following the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through me. And so our life has to be set to follow him. Right. And when you do that. That's right then you're a Christian. That makes me think of Romans 12. You know, I be- the Apostle Paul was speaking. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, mm-hmm. you know, believers, by the mercy of God, that you present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Uh, in the message paraphrase, um, it says something like this. So, you know, take your everyday ordinary life yeah. and and place it before God as an offering. And, and I think of it this way, like my little like quick paraphrase to add to all that is like, it's the least that I can do for my father who has carried me in his grace, for my father who is, who has carried me and sees me daily with the eyes of mercy and doesn't hold me against me, but mm-hmm. continues to love me and through his love for me continues to correct That's me, right. the one who never gave up on me, the one who had patience for me, the one who helped me, the one who healed me, the one who restored me, you know? Yeah. And how could I not fully give my life to the one who loved me more than anybody? That's right. Right? And it's not me just like, yes, I'm going to follow his word. I'm going to obey his word. But it's for me, it's, and for all of us, it should be deeper than that is I saw the eyes of, now I'm going to cry, the eyes of love mm-hmm. that, that my father had for me. Even, you know, I've been talking about that night that I, you know, just kind of collapsed on the floor in yeah. Calgary. And it was just, you know, I share with people that it was the first day of my rest of my life where the Lord just said, he whispered in my heart, he said, you know, that scripture to Jeremiah, I will rebuild her. And she will be rebuilt. How do I not follow a God like that who was the only one in the room at Mm -hmm. midnight with me whispering to my heart, giving me hope, you know, and then just seeing, you know, to today, like how his grace has carried me through or, or, you know, well, I don't want to get staring my testimony or, you know, even how I was supposed to be aborted, you know, and my mom puts a Salvation Army captain like right now, you know, my mom didn't, sorry, Lord did, you know, it's not as, it's not a, coincidence that a Salvation Army captain ended up sitting by my mom in a doctor's office and basically, you know, through conversation and and through the, um, you know, through the leading of the Lord, convinced my mom not to have an abortion, you know? Um, How do I not give my life to a God like that? That's right. So how do I not follow that? Yeah. How do I not follow him? I have to. My heart compels me to. That's right. It's about total surrender. Total it's about following the way. So what what is a Christian? Just to recap and wrap this up, what is a Christian? A Christian 
isn't somebody who just simply goes to church. Going to church is great. And listen, you know, we'll talk about this another time. You need you you need to go to church. If you're listening to this today, yep. you need to go to church more than just once a month, more than once every three weeks. You need to be at church. Listen, as a pastor, I'm telling you today, you need to be at church whenever you can possibly get there. If those doors are open and there's a service or something happening, you need to be there. The Bible talks about not to forsake the assembly of the saints. So that's a byproduct, though, of your love and your total surrender to following Jesus Christ. And that's what a Christian is. A Christian is someone who says, I have totally surrendered and abandoned my life to the way of Jesus. And he is my Lord. And that means that whatever he tells me to do, whatever that looks like, wherever it leads me, I will follow because my life is no longer my own. I love that. That was good. That's what a Christian is. Can I read scripture? Please. I want to I actually just read it, read it out of the message because, you know, because um, reading the Bible is good, you guys. Getting it in our heart <laughs> is even better. But I, I just, you know, um, hacked the message paraphrase, but I'm going to read exactly what it says in it says, so here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, you're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for Him. Yeah. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity wow. within you. Isn't so that good. great? That's so good. Yeah, love that. Wow, this was great. So great. Great yeah. first episode. Great first episode. Let me, let's pray. Want to pray? No, you go for it. No, I mean, like, do you want to pray? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's pray. Okay. Jesus, we just ask right now for every person who's listening to this podcast, Father, we thank you that, that you are leading us deeper into relationship with you. And Father, I just ask that as we uh, pursue you, God, that you are showing us what it truly means to be a follower of Jesus, not just a Sunday Christian or a once-a-month Christian, Father, but you are revealing to us your heart and your desires for us. And Father, as you do that, you are drawing us deeper into relationship with you so that you have total control of every area of our lives. Father, we love you. We're so thankful for all you're doing and all you're saying. And in your, your son's mighty name, we all said, amen. Amen. And I just want to do this real quick. Like, if you would just do this with me, just take a second and, and wherever you're at, just say, Lord, I give you total control of my life. I surrender to you. I want to be a follower of Jesus. So good. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to shout amen to that and just grab, you know. Jesus's hand and just say, amen. We need a penny whistle solo right there. It's like a penny whistle riff. <laughs> Do you know what we need? We need an email address in case people want to oh, ask yeah. us any questions. So guys, we are building this plane as it is in the air, but uh, we just knew that we just need to get this boat in the water. I just talked about planes and now I'm talking about boats. Welcome to Jenny. <laughs> That's my right brain uh, kicking into full gear. But I would just say for today, like if you guys follow us on social media and it's not a big deal if you do or if you don't, but you could shoot us a DM there, Jake McGrew. Yeah. He's, he's one of the only Jake McGrews in the world. There's a, there's another, is he a musician or? Uh, there's a musician. A, yeah. There's, an athlete? No, there's like a country music Jake okay. McGrew, I think. Well, there's not a lot of Jenny McGrews in the world and I like that. I yeah. like, yeah, that's one of a awesome. kind. One of a kind. So, you know, you could look us up on social media, J-E-N and I, but just shoot us a DM. We obviously, you know, need to get an email address. Yeah, we and, do. Because, you know, our heart here 
isn't just for us to be like, oh, well, this would be a good idea to talk about, you know, is that we want to answer some of the questions maybe that you have and that you might not know who to ask or you might be too scared to ask the question. And, you know, our heart is just to help. Yeah. If we can help. That's right. We just want to step in. We want to help in, you know, in our little area of this place called Earth, you know, help um, others follow the way of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well said. Well, on that note, everybody, we hope you have a great morning, afternoon, evening, wherever it is, whatever you're doing. We hope you're having a great time and that the Lord is leading and guiding you every step of the way. Amen. Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See you later. Well, that's it, everybody. That is our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Hey, if you did, would you take just a moment and rate and review the show? It helps spread the word and so other people can be encouraged in their own lives. If you've got questions or thoughts you want to share with us, send us an email at questions at the following Jesus podcast.com and we can answer them for you. And in the meantime, in your own life, wherever you're at, remember... Keep following Jesus.